welcome, my friends, to the That's Ball Folks podcast. I'm your host, Josh Reynolds. This is episode 35. One year, baby. We have been doing this podcast for a whole year, and uh, it feels weird. <laughs> it feels weird, I'm not going to lie. Uh, also, and more importantly, though, the Miami Heat even up the NBA Finals at one game apiece with a big win on the road tonight. Again, recording this Sunday night, and we're going to talk all about it crazy. Also, I have to just go ahead and say this. I started this podcast unknowingly, maybe I'm a bad friend, on uh, my buddy Jay Ham's birthday. So it is today, meaning Sunday, June 4th. So happy birthday, Ham. You're the man. How's everybody doing? Hope everybody had another fantastic week. Uh, A lot of giveaways. Hope you got in on the action on Twitter. Gave away some fun stuff. Gave away like a Sabrina Ionescu, Oregon jersey, a Embiid City Edition jersey from this year. What else did we give away? Gave away uh, uh, another sweet Eagles Sixers hat and uh, gave away Britton Covey signed picture and rookie card. Fun stuff. I might do another giveaway actually when this drops. Uh, when you're listening to this, check Instagram and Twitter because I might be doing something cool. We'll see how I feel tomorrow. Anyway. Anyway, great week. Fantastic week. We're going to start off with our Brotherly Love and Hate segment, and then we'll talk about Game 2, as well as the Sam Cassell news heading to Boston, uh, Sixers assistant coach, which I am not too pumped about, but also not shocked about. Um, We'll talk about Kevin Young becoming the highest-paid assistant coach in the NBA, staying in Phoenix. We'll talk about all that. Anyway, without further ado, here is Brotherly Love and Hate, brought to you by PHI Apparel Co., our brotherly love and hate segment once again brought to you by PHI Apparel Co. PHI Apparel Co. bringing unique designs and high quality clothing for the great fans of Philly. As always, very grateful to have them as a sponsor of the segment. That said, we'll lead right into it. Jer, how the hell are you? I am doing great. How are you? I'm good. Good weekend. We just ended with a good night of basketball. We did. We did. But you know what? You know what I'm starting to realize? Huh. We record these on Sunday. Yeah. So it's kind of like, hey, yeah, once we record, now I have five days of work. So I'm it kind of sucks now. Now that I'm oh. thinking about it. Oh, like the it just makes you realize that we have a work week ahead of us. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not fun. Yeah. You could you could lock that in under the hate category. I could. I hate recording on Sunday nights. Yeah tough just, just uh, kidding no i'm i'm fine i'm great i'm great i'm happy to be here <laughs> i love it well let's go right into it uh we don't have to waste any time again we'll great. start off with the loves hit us with the love what what are you loving this week okay this is what i'm loving i sent you a picture of it in our family chat okay my wife my birthday's coming up so my wife bought me an early birthday present and it is called a ninja Creamy Ninja's the brand, right? They do blenders and whatnot, and it is an ice cream maker. Yeah, and we made chocolate banana protein ice cream. So we made it yesterday, and then like, and then we had to freeze it and then put it in the thing today, and it was unbelievable. It tasted amazing. It was like soft serve ice cream, and it's healthier, right? The normal normal ice cream. So I feel fine eating it. Amazing. I was going to ask you, you sent the picture and you said it was more like soft serve. So I was going to ask if you actually liked it or not, but you did. 
I loved it. And lactose free. So guess what? Your ass could have some. What? Even me? Even you. Wow. Yeah. How about it? Well, wait, then what do you make it with? Lactose free um, milk. Oh, is that mom gave you those? The Yeah. It's like a fair life, 50% less sugar or whatever. So I think there's like four grams of sugar total. That's right. Um, yeah, but it's lactose free and it tastes wonderful. How about that? Yep. Guess what tomorrow is? Guess the flavor. Uh, uh What did you have tonight? Chocolate? Chocolate banana with Chocolate. chunks of banana inside. Okay. Then I think you're going to, is it, is chocolate still involved? No chocolate. No chocolate tomorrow. Oh boy. No chocolate. Well, what? I know you didn't get strawberry because the, the strawberry milk was hard to find. Yes. But that might be a mix in. Oh boy. That I'm throwing in tomorrow's. Oh boy. Then yeah. we, oh, I don't know. Let's say, let's go with strawberry banana. Strawberry cheesecake. Oh yeah. I'll let you know how it is. I like that. All right. I need to try some. That's that's yep. fun. Ice cream night well, at your house. Yeah, if you want to try some, you should buy your own. <laughs> yeah, you can come over. That's a good love. That's a good gift. Shout yep. out, Tara. Good work. Very recent love, but I ate it today and I loved it. So I had to share. I like that. Nicely done, Tara. Very well done. Great gift. Yeah. Great gift. All right. Your gift I like was it. nice. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Show D- Shohei Otani signed picture. Yes. Yeah, I went to Hobby Lobby for a frame. They're not on sale, so I'm waiting. What? This is the first time ever they haven't been on sale. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was. Um, You know, they switch. They switch like every week on what they're what's on sale, half off, and it wasn't frames. So they they also they also got rid of that. There used to be that coupon that you could use that was like forty percent off any one item. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, it was, but they got rid of it, which is. Uh, really unfortunate inflation <laughs> inflation <laughs> yeah total total bummer um however uh i'm excited to see it framed and you you can get those uh like the mat the uh I don't, what are they called like i think the that's background what it's of the frame yeah. yep yep yeah. you can they have those like pre-cut for the size of the picture so that's kind of nice oh, sweet throw a red one in there some yeah perfect might be cool good i'm yeah. glad you like i'm glad you liked your gift happy I'll birthday send you a picture ha- Happy birthday on Friday. Thank you. Appreciate You're it. Well, <laughs> You're welcome. Um, okay. Let's hear your hate. Okay. So I think everyone maybe in the world hates this. So it's nothing new. I, and probably yourself, uh, we fall victim to it more than other people, I'm guessing. Okay. Um, so what I really hate is no matter where you are, doesn't matter what, like when you, when you go to a fast food restaurant or any type of restaurant, any type of service, when they flip that damn iPad around and ask for a tip. Yeah. yeah. I hate it. Sometimes <laughs> great. Yeah. I was going to tip anyway, but sometimes it's like, what did you actually do? Yeah. Why do you want to tip? And the worst ones, the worst ones is when they ask you and they don't like give you the option. <laughs> They're yeah, like, hey, I do you want a tip? I'm like, yeah, sure. No, I couldn't agree with you more. It, it, McCall, my wife, jokes about it that she saw some TikTok where it was like, uh, 
a dad or a babysitter or something changed a kid's diaper and then they flipped their phone around and it asked for a tip or something like that. It seems like it's everywhere. And to your point, nothing bothers me more than the one where the workers didn't really do anything. Look, we I'm just putting this out there because people might crush us for this. We are not anti tip. We actually I love good tippers. Yeah. Yeah. We we are good tippers. I firmly believe in that. That said, I do not love the asking for a tip on a self checkout. Yeah, it's weird. It's really strange. And. I would say 99.9% of the time I end up tipping anyway. Yeah. I can't, I I have the hardest time saying no and drives my wife nuts. She's like, they didn't do anything. I'm like, yeah, I know. Now I will say what I do love is the option to round up. Yeah. Yes. To the nearest dollar. I would do that literally on anything. If my water bill, my power bill, they want to ask me to round up. Sure. Let's round it up 30 cents. I'm all it, in on anything rounded. I up. agree. It should be. So I use acorns. Uh, yeah. So it like, it yeah, like yeah. rounds up the, uh, any one of my purchases or whatever. It just goes into like a little investment account or whatever. And I think that's great. But if I have the option to round up, I do that a hundred out of a hundred times. It yeah. seems like a no brainer. And I don't know why people just don't only ask that. I would imagine mo. well, more people would for sure do that. I wonder if it would even out. I don't know. Someone should try it. I know. I don't know either. I, I'm curious about that. Someone show us the data. Yeah. But listen, I'm all, I don't, I'm not anti-tip like you said. I'm all for it. It just sometimes when you don't do anything, it makes me feel uncomfortable. Chances yeah. are I'm going to still tip them, but I, some of them I don't love. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. I think that's yep. a very that's a very warranted hate. Good work. Hey, and that's kind of how we were raised. We were raised yeah. tip. You see a homeless person, give them some money. I agree. Um, I gave that homeless lady a ride around for an hour. <laughs> that's an all time story. Yeah. <gasps> you, yeah, that's if we might have to talk about that uh, on another podcast. Have we talked about that already on a podcast? No, we haven't. Not yet. That needs that could be its own episode. Yeah, maybe next time we'll we'll dive into that. We should. Okay, before I let you go, we have to report yeah. about last week. Nobody has come forward yet uh, confessing that they pour their milk before the cereal. We maybe, did. Maybe nobody is doing it. You're right. Maybe that's just something we just need to accept. Maybe Which that's... I hope that's the case. Yeah, I, I hope it's so. the case. I well, like so I said too. last week, maybe they're in the circus. Yeah, they probably are. Um, that yeah. said, friend of the podcast, uh, we had somebody who reached out, shout out our mm-hmm. guy, Adam, Adam Hamway, who okay. recorded a video of him trying this. He oh, poured that's in. That's great. It is great. He sent me a video where he's like, you know what? I'm going to actually try this because I've always wondered. Pours yeah. in the milk first. I think it was frosted mini weeds pours in next. And nice. He said that he will be happy to get on here and give his report and I would love to have him. So maybe next week we have him on here to talk about it because I think it's fascinating. Wait, frosted mini wheats. Like those are kind of bigger yeah. pieces. There, there's for sure some splash coming out of that. Yeah. Coming out of that bowl. He's in the I, splash zone. I don't want to take away anything uh, from his segment, but basically what he said, I'm going to, I'm, 
going to just read it. So I quote it word for word. He said, yeah. I tried it now for the first time and I'm sold. It keeps the cereal more crunchy. Boy, I will forever do milk first. I think he's no, joking. I think Adam, he's joking. And he says he's willing I to defend so. the method. Uh, but we we need to have him on so we can talk about it because I thought that was great. Anyway, nobody else has come forward. And you're right. Maybe there isn't anybody. Well, now Adam's the, the only person willing to come forward. <laughs> defend it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, before I let you go, uh, I don't know. I don't think you're aware of this. Maybe you are. Yeah. That today... Of all days is the year anniversary of the podcast. Wow. I, I did know. not know that. How about that? A year ago today. That's crazy. I Look know. how far isn't, you've come. Isn't that wild? A whole year? Yeah. That's kind crazy. Of, kind of scary, actually. It flew by. I know. Very bizarre, but pretty awesome. And uh, congratulations. Happy to be here. Thank you. One year. I'm One honored year that I'm on here for your year anniversary. You should have done like a. Uh, like a year recap. What do you mean? I don't know. Just every all the top three events that have happened since you started. <laughs> yeah. Or, or you just clip year. your best episodes and just throw them on there. That's fun. I should have done that. You're right. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. Well, oh, you've done good. it. Give oh, yeah. people what they want. <laughs> that's fun. I love it. Well, great. I'm happy you're here. Thank you as always for, uh, for jumping on here and we will chat with you next week. Okay. Sounds good. Happy one year. Happy one year. Okay, friends time out for a minute because I want to chat about Griffles plasma and also about how plasma makes medicines and how every donation you give with Griffles plasma, it can be used to make up to five different medicines. Now, while there are lots of different plasma medicines used to treat a lot of patients for life-threatening injuries and illnesses, the point is that each time you donate, your plasma can be used to help save lives. Each time, that is huge. Multiply that by the number of times you give plasma, yep, you got it, even more huge. Kind of like Allen Iverson leading the 2001 Sixers to the NBA Finals all by himself. So shout out Griffles Plasma and all their teams across the country. Plasma makes medicines, and a lot of people depend on these medicines. Donate plasma and receive compensation for your efforts today. You can find a center near you at grifflesplasma.com. Tell them Josh sent you. This advertisement is a paid promotion. I want to tell you about the easiest way to get some action on the NBA. It's Underdog Fantasy and their Pick'em game. Just pick over or under on your favorite or least favorite player's stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. You can also pick from Rivals, which pits two players against each other for a head-to-head -head matchup. Underdog keeps it super simple with their easy-to-use website and mobile apps. Pick between two and five players to fill out your pick'em slip, get every pick right, and take home some cold, hard cash. Use the code TBF24, that's TBF24, and get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by Underdog. Underdog Fantasy, the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports. That's Ball Folks, Brotherly Love and Hate segment is brought to you by PHI Apparel Company. PHI Apparel Co. provides unique designs and high quality clothing for the great fans of Philly. With their original designs for all, there's no doubt you'll stand out in the crowd. Listeners to our show can use the promo code TBF10 for 10% off any apparel when you shop online at phiapparel.co. Again, that's TBF10 for 10% off anything on the site. 
PHI Apparel Company, the one-stop shop for Philly sports apparel. Are you sick of spending time caring for your lawn? Have you spent too much time mowing it or even just keeping it alive? Are you tired of wasting resources and money watering it? If you are like me, the answer is yes to all of those. You should consider artificial grass. Beehive Turf out of Northern Utah will transform your yard into looking beautiful all year round. Check out Beehive Turf on Instagram. Give them a call today for a free quote. Beehive Turf, take the sting out of caring for your lawn. So before we talk about game two, which I'm excited to dive into, I uh, wanted to talk about the news that broke earlier today, being Sunday, that Sixers assistant coach Sam Cassell had left the Sixers, which wasn't a shock, right? He was Doc Rivers' guy. He played for Doc Rivers. When Doc obviously gets the boot, you assume that the assistant coach and assistant coaches, on the, the rest of the coaches on the staff, there's going to be some mix-up. That, that tends to happen. So not shocked, but the shocking and kind of gut-punch thing in this is that Sam Cassell goes to the Boston Celtics which is rough. Now, look, he played for Boston. He won with Doc in Boston. Like, I get all of that. But to lose a assistant coach who the players love, who I think has been an integral part of Tyrese Maxey's evolution as a player, is brutal. And that, that that's brutal enough. But to lose them to Boston is even more brutal. Again, not a surprise. Figure Nick Nurse obviously is going to kind of mix it up a little bit, bring in some assistants who he likes, who he's familiar with, and Sam Cassell. Uh, I don't know what happened on the back end, but he wasn't a part of that. So rough to see him go to Boston. Big Sam Cassell guy. I, I really like him. Again, I've said this before on the podcast, but I have heard that there is kind of hesitancy around the league that he's too much of a player's coach to get the nod as a head coach, which makes him the perfect assistant coach. You can tell he actually has a good relationship with his players. I think he was a big hardened guy. And again, Maxie, him and Maxie, good buddies. That one's going to sting. That one's going to sting. Want to wish him luck, but again, that's in Boston, so I don't really. Not at all. Now, staying on the assistant coach train, uh, Kevin Young. This This was a weird one. So Phoenix has obviously been looking for a head coach. They've been in the mix. It comes out kind of out of, well, first of all, Doc Rivers, it comes out that he uh, withdrew his name about two minutes before uh, the news that the Phoenix Suns ended up hiring a head coach uh, came out, which was a little bit funny. But they go and get Frank Vogel, who I don't know if he's a better coach than Monty Williams. I, I think it's kind of a lateral move. What, what's weird is that there were reports, uh, especially from Bill Simmons, guys close to the situation who basically said, hey, they were players campaigning. Like, this was Kevin Young's job. Bill Simmons said that almost exactly. It was, hey, I got word. Ishiba's my guy. And it's sounding like Kevin Young's going to get the nod. There are reports that said Chris Paul um, and Booker really liked Kevin Young. Anyway, they end up going with Frank Vogel. And then news comes out that they signed Kevin Young to stay on the assistant coach staff, uh, becoming the league's highest paid assistant coach. That's great. I am pumped for him. I've, I'm actually really excited for Phoenix. I think that's the best of both worlds um, to keep 
Kevin Young on staff and also bring in Vogel. I don't know. Maybe that's just the mix-up that they need. We'll see. And I'm curious what they end up doing with their roster and what Frank Vogel does there. Anyway, enough about assistant coaches. Let's dive into Game 2 of the NBA Finals. Game 2 started looking very different than Game 1. And that was on the Miami side. Max Struess, who absolutely struggled in Game 1, came out firing. Hit all four of his three-pointers in the first quarter. You thought, okay, uh, Miami's showing up. And they looked like it in the first quarter. I thought Christian Brown, the rookie for the Denver Nuggets, he gave fantastic minutes early in the second quarter. It was honestly kind of refreshing to see Mike Malone and just a coach, period, trust a young guy with minutes like that on the biggest possible stage. Truly. The Nuggets go on this run in the second quarter where I thought, okay, like they are the better team. I think we all know that they're the better team. They go on this run and it's like, all right, they're putting them away. Jamal Murray, he had a, a rough night, probably his worst game in the, uh, for sure, obviously in the finals of the first two, but the, the worst game from him that we've seen in a bit, but he was special in that second quarter. He had this and one dunk that was filthy. It was filthy. And then the third quarter runs around and guess what? Jokic just goes nuts. It's truly, truly amazing to watch a player like Jokic have a game one where he didn't even look for his own offensively at all and still controlled the game in every single aspect. Then all of a sudden this game, it's like, all right, I'm going to flip a switch. And he comes out in the third quarter in that second half and just does it all offensively. It's unbelievable. Truly, I'm not just saying that. Obviously, you all know I'm a huge Embiid guy. It's amazing to watch Jokic. His game is just, it, it's crazy. There's just nobody to compare it to. And to have that switch where it's like, all right, I'm going to be aggressive offensively and just flip it like that. Boy, that's something I wish Embiid had. Truly, in game seven, I would have given anything. I don't care if you shoot the ball 40 times. Shoot the ball 40 times. Flip the switch. That's something that, I, I don't know, maybe we just need to take a look at it and say, all right. Maybe this is just something that Embiid doesn't have, and Jokic does. I don't know. Anyway, topic for another another day. We got to talk about my guy Jimmy Neutron, a.k.a. Duncan Robinson. Limited minutes. He's four for five from the field, two for three from three, into a 10 points. And not just that, they were timely buckets. When Jimmy needed rest, when Bam was on the bench, G I want to call him Jimmy Neutron. Duncan Robinson comes in and... Not just hits threes. Yes, he hit a couple threes. But he's getting to the bucket. Like, he's attacking the rim. It's something that we haven't seen from him. It's something that once he signed that, we all kind of thought it was ridiculous uh, free agent deal with Miami. He didn't have that. He was a strictly three-point shooter. That was it. He lost his starting job this year. And honestly, Tyler Hero getting hurt could possibly be the best thing that happens to this Miami Heat team. I'm actually going to be fascinated to see what they end up doing because it's, again, been reported. Tyler Hero's aiming for game three to come back at home. He's going to take Duncan Robinson's minutes, but can you afford that? Like, do you do that if you're Miami? I don't know. Going to be interesting. Very, very interesting. But shout out Duncan Robinson. Truly waited for his, adapted, worked at his game, and obviously it's showing up here in the NBA Finals. Fantastic. Re really amazing. So anyway... Let's talk about Jimmy Buckets because in his definition and what he's done this postseason, he's basically been non-existent. And then he just takes over in the fourth quarter. I tweeted something out after the game saying that Jimmy has the heat playing some inspired ball. 
And some people got weird saying, oh, you, you just, you'll give Jimmy credit for anything. I'm like, whoa, 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 let's pump the brakes. A, you didn't watch the game because Jimmy had like eight straight points in the fourth quarter when they needed it most. Every single offensive possession goes through him. The entire team knows it. He's clearly the leader of the team. And he clearly has them believing, just like he has this entire postseason. Like hearing him after game one, how calm he was, he's just like, yeah, like, we're good. We're good. I'm not worried. Nobody's stressed. Everybody in the locker room's good. Like he is the leader and he is leading this team. That's not to say he had the best game because he didn't. Bam at a bio was fantastic. He was the Miami Heat's best player on the court. Now, obviously we could look at Gabe Vincent, which we'll talk about in, the, in a second. He was fantastic as well, but I loved how Bam truly impacted the game on both ends of the floor. He was great. Truly great. The Denver Nuggets go on an 11-2 run the last three minutes of the game. They cut the lead down to three. Bam gets fouled, hits two clutch free throws. I was honestly shocked that Spo didn't have the Heat foul uh, with the three-point lead, and, and Jimmy misses a three. They get the board. Jamal Murray comes down with the chance to tie it, misses a three at the buzzer, and that's it. Heat tied up at 1-1. Nuggets lose their first game at home since March. Bam ends with 21-9 and nine boards. Jimmy ends with 21 and nine assists. Gabe Vincent, who is going to get paid this offseason by somebody, I'm curious where he ends up, had 23. Eight for 12 from the field, four for six from three. That's huge. Struess only had 14, but again, coming out firing like that in the first quarter was massive. Duncan Robinson with 10, Kyle Lowry with nine, also some timely buckets, and Kevin Love got some minutes tonight. Played 22 of them, even started, and he had two threes. You look at this from the Denver side, Michael Porter Jr. struggled so bad. He had five points on eight shots. Jokic was their offense, uh, like we talked about. He ended with 41 and 11 boards. KCP, no show. Only had six points, attempted three threes. Not going to get it done. Bruce Brown was good again off the bench. He always is. He had 11. But if you're looking at this from Denver, you can point the finger directly at Michael Porter Jr., and Jamal Murray. Yes, that sounds funny about Jamal Murray. He did not play that well. But Michael Porter Jr. was horrendous. Not good. There's a screenshot going around on Twitter, which I think is pretty funny, actually. Uh, MPJ is shooting a jump shot at the top of the key. Jokic is wide open. I think Murray is wide open down there as well. There's three Nuggets players wide open, and he's just elevating. He's a hooper, man. He's a bucket getter. <laughs> Hilarious. Anyway, one-to-one. Just after game one, it's like, okay, the Heat, uh, the Heat are just outmatched, right? This, the Nuggets are clearly a better team. Jokic is on a whole other level. And I've said this before the finals started, but it's all going to fall down on Jamal Murray. He's averaging like 33 a game in the postseason. He's going to need to continue that. And tonight he didn't. 18 points isn't going to get it done. I don't know. I don't know, Miami, you just cannot count them out. You truly can't count them out. Whenever you've wanted to count them out all season long, you can't. They just, they get a team, I, I, I just, it's amazing to watch. Inspired basketball is the perfect way to put it. And honestly, that leads directly into our Masterclass segment, sponsored by St. Paul Brand Clothing. As I talked about last episode, I'm extremely excited to officially bring on St. Paul as a That's Ball Folks sponsor. Any listener to That's Ball Folks can now get 10% off their order at stpaulbrand.com with the code that's-ball-folks10. Again, that's that's-ball-folks10. 
off for 10% off any order at stpaulbrand.com. Basketball tees, music tees, their own branded tees, everything. Take a look. Our second masterclass segment, Spotlight, and recipient of this lovely award has to go to Eric Spolstra. The coach, the be- well, how do I phrase this? One of the greatest coaches of all time, and he's never won a coach of the year. We've talked about it before on an episode, and each game that goes by, it just continues to blow my mind. He is a phenomenal coach. Popovich and then probably Spo in the league right now. One and two, those two. And Spolstra is amazing. Now, we talk about it all the time. We talked about it on Love and Hate with Jer about these undrafted players. We talk about it, how they just beat it to hell. And it's true, they do. But I think that spotlight has to be pointed at Spolstra because he has these dudes playing as a team. Everybody knows their role. Yes, Jimmy Butler is the leader. We know that. We talked about it. But Spolstra is the one who actually gets this shit right. And he's been phenomenal. Phenomenal. Again, we went through the scoring, but you look up and down this box score for Miami, and the scoring is so evenly dispersed. Jimmy, 21. Bam, 21. Gabe Vincent, 23. Strews, 14. Duncan, 10. Lowry, 9. Like, that is good basketball. Now, look, obviously, they shot an unbelievable percentage from the field and from deep. The Heat shot 68.8% in the fourth quarter of game two. It's the th- it's truly the hurt the third. Sorry, I'm I'm so excited I can't even speak. It's the third highest fourth quarter field goal percentage in the fourth quarter of an NBA Finals game in the last 25 years. That's insane. Now, obviously, there's only so much coaching can do, right? The, the players have to actually hit those shots. They're the ones who did it. But when they continue to get this right. Over and over and over. When you have a team who is on the opposite end of a 40-14 to run on the road in the finals and they still find a way to win, which is exactly what happened tonight, that's what Eric Spolstra does. An absolute masterclass of a performance from Spolstra, which we've seen all postseason, but what we saw tonight. Phenomenal. Another little stat for you. The Heat shot 48.6% from three in game two. It's the sixth time in the playoffs that they have shot at least 48.5% from three as a team. They did that only three times in the entire regular season. That's ridiculous. That's dudes knowing their role, getting hot at the right time, and making it happen. And shout out to my guy Trill for that fun little stat because that just is unbelievable. I don't know. Spolstra is amazing, and I think this tonight was a perfect example of of a masterclass performance by a coach and a very evenly dispersed offensive output and defensive output from Miami. Bam Adebayo, my guy, for game two. Did it. Made it happen. We've got a series now. Uh, Nobody thought that this was going to be a series after game one. Honestly, going into the finals, I'm not sure how many people actually thought, outside of Miami, thought that this was going to actually be a series. And we've got one now. Headed to Miami, tied 1-1. Boy, oh boy, I'm actually really excited. This is going to be fun. Fun series. Anyway, that's all I got. Again, one year of this stuff. Pretty amazing. Thank you all who've been along for this entire ride. What a treat it has been. My voice, I can't believe it hasn't got annoying to you yet. Just another testament to how great you guys are. 
If you haven't yet, please feel free, like, subscribe, review, one star, five stars, say whatever you want, don't care, love you all. Absolutely love you all. Again, check me out on Instagram and Twitter tomorrow, aka when you're listening to this. I think I'm going to do a fun little giveaway for uh, the one-year anniversary. So that's all I got. Hope you all have a fantastic week. Be nice to each other again. Uh, We'll chat. I think it'll probably be game five by the time we talk next week. So look out. Buckle up. Got a fun NBA Finals ahead. Again, love you all. Have a great week. And uh, that's all, folks. Bye.